what is happening? Welcome in to Sports Betting Daily. It is Friday. It is Friday. What's going on? You made it. Big weekend coming up. It's going to be fun. We got some NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, college baseball, super regionals. Let's go. We'll definitely have some picks. Remember, Saturday morning, Sunday morning, roughly 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern, we will have our picks of the day. So stay tuned there for Saturday and Sunday's quick picks. But uh, on today's show, we're just going to talk about a couple uh, stories in the world of sports betting. Charles Barkley talking about what he thinks of the current sports betting situation. And uh, also, a, a, a former World Series of Poker champion arrested on... Uh, money laundering and conspiracy to commit wire fraud charges in sports betting. So we'll talk about all that on today's show. Remember, if you want to bet player props and parlay them together, you need to be signed up at Thrive Fantasy. And even if you don't do this every night or you're not primarily a player prop better, I tell everyone this. You need to put yourself in situations where you're making back more money, making the same bets you'd make anywhere else. And the way to do that is to sign up at Thrive Fantasy. So here's the thing. I work with a couple different people. We, we share information, share bets. And one of my buddies is a really good better. He texted me the other day because he signed up at Thrive and he goes, dude, this is crazy. He, he, he sent me a screenshot of the Thrive Fantasy player prop parlay uh, price and the DraftKings player prop parlay price. And he was making like 20% more betting with Thrive Fantasy. It's crazy. So do the same thing for yourself. It's really worth it. I promise you're going to love it. Thrive Fantasy. Now, when you're signing up, put in promo code SBD. That's going to get you a 100% deposit match up to 100 bucks. Thrive Fantasy promo code SBD. All right, so let's get to it. Uh, Charles Barkley voicing his opinion on the current uh, world of sports betting. Now, for those who don't know, Charles Barkley is a big sports better himself. He always bets, you know, like at least a million dollars in the Super Bowl. Uh, last year, actually, when he was playing in a golf tournament, it was like a celebrity golf tournament, he bet hundreds of thousands of dollars for him to uh, come in the top 70, and he came in 76th, and he got in trouble for it. They said, uh, oh, no, no, what happened was the sports book in Vegas he made the bet at refunded him the entire bet. And they said, yeah, actually, Charles, you're not allowed to bet on events that you're in. Sorry. So even though he lost, he got his money back. But it's funny because he said on uh, this year when he competes in the same tournament, he's just going to give the money to his friend. Right. So he himself sees the loopholes in sports betting in this whole industry, which is very true. There's a lot of loopholes and it can be dangerous. And what Charles Barkley, uh, Barkley had to say is in terms of sports betting being in our lives now, quote, there's too much of it. He said that uh, we've got people in the stands betting on who's going to make the next free throw. And he actually came out and, and insinuated that, you know, there may be some people out there who will intentionally like miss free throws to have a friend or someone make money during the game. You know, if you've, if you've got a, uh, uh, an agreement, hey, bet on me to miss my second free throw of the game, right? Put down the max bet, put down 50000 on it, and then we'll split it. Or whatever, right? And he can control that. That player can miss a second free throw. So that's what Charles Barkley is worried about. And honestly, I talked about this a little bit on yesterday's show. I think with the regulation of sports betting, there's not going to be the issues in terms of fixing games, throwing things like that. Now, look, if someone misses a free throw, can we really say, oh, he's cheating, cheating? No, we can't. But here's how regulation helps with that. If that individual 
misses a free throw, and DraftKings says, huh, well, that's weird. We usually have roughly about $5,000 in in the entire world bet on free throws. And for some reason, this one free throw had tens of thousands of dollars on it. Let's, Let's put a red flag up and watch what happens whenever this guy's shooting free throws from now on, okay? Well, if that happens again, and they go through another week of play, and every single free throw gets the, you know, roughly the same action, but that one person a week later... He misses a free throw and coincidentally there's tens and tens of thousands of dollars on it. That's how you identify what's going on. That's how you identify mischievous behavior is the amount of money coming in and the results that consistently happen. Okay. So I actually disagree with Charles Barkley because with regulation comes tighter rules with tighter rules comes more eyes with more eyes comes less cheating, at least less cheating that you can get away with. So I don't think that there's too much in terms of people on the court. Now, I know that Charles Barkley used to be a player. That's his point of view. He's going to look at things from his point of view, and I think it's valuable because even as an ex-player, he's saying, hey, that's still a real thing. And we can't ignore that, right? We have to understand the the legitimacy behind what he's saying there in terms of it being a real thing. I just think that even if it did occur, it wouldn't last long at all. Okay, we're talking any kind of fixing or anything like that. Now, here's what I do agree with Charles Barkley with. There is too much betting because sports books are making about triple what they should. And what this tells me is there's a lot of people out there, a lot of people listening to this show right now, who are making dumb bets and pretty much giving their money away. And I know this is happening because I have a lot of friends who I talk to about their sports bets. I, I do other podcasts with other people, and I'll come in. Uh, one of the best podcasts that we have on this platform, uh, it's uh, called College Football Tailgate. If you're a college football fan, you've got to check it out. We've, we've even got to a couple off-season podcasts. But uh, both people who I do that show with, the producer and then the, the host of the show, they both come in every week during college football season with their five and eight and 10 and 15 team parlays, and they're betting on first touchdown score. It's like... No wonder people are losing at an all-time high, and no wonder sportsbooks are making money about three times faster than they should be. It's because people are making ridiculously dumb bets. I mean, these are, these are bad bets that people are making. I saw a study the other day that said seven out of ten bets coming in on DraftKings were parlays, and the average parlay length was like 15 teams. <laughs> I'm going, no wonder. And when I talk about the house making three times what they should, the average household on a typical bet where you take either side at minus 110, the typical household's about 4.5%. Well, the household over the last like year in every state where it's legal is like 12%. It's crazy. So sportsbooks are getting rich because people are making these dumb parlays. So that's what I think. I think there's too much of it because people are just... They, they can't handle. They can't control it. It's sort of like if alcohol just got... Well, after Prohibition... Right? When did people get the most hammered? Well, when they could after prohibition. Right? It's like people are being I think we're gonna look back in ten years and go, Oh my god. Look at what the the newness of sports betting made people do. You know, people a lot of there's a lot of smart people out there making very, very dumb sports bets. It's funny. Uh, Colin Cowherd, who's on Fox Sports Radio, he's got a great quote. There's two things in life that make smart men dumb. Beautiful women and sports. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's so true. I have a lot of, I've got a lot of smart friends. I like to think I surround myself with people who, you know, they're not dummies and, but these same people are the ones making these bets sometimes. It's like, what are you doing? Well, 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 
You know, it's not a good way to approach sports betting. I mean, look, if you just bet straight bets, single bets, you know, bet minus 110 games, you're going to lose at, 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 you know, you're going to, your expectation is about three times better than it is betting these parlays. So anyway, I think that in general, there is too much of it in that. It's in people's faces. It's all over the place. I think that the, the average sports better out there should bet fewer games and bet less money. Okay? It's just people have shown they can't handle it. It's kind of like uh, the, the South Park commercial. I don't know how many of you out there watch South Park, but there's a great episode where they're doing a... On the, on the episode, they have like an alcohol advertisement within the episode and it's hysterical it's like uh yeah party woo drink yeah fuck everybody sex drink whoa party and at the end it's like please drink responsibly <laughs> right it's the same thing here it's like everyone's you know you see the bet mgm commercials you see drafting commercials and then at the end it's like hey please bet responsibly it's okay you're all making billions and billions of dollars you don't want us to at least the, the alcohol companies want you to drink responsibly because for every like alcohol death, there's lawsuits, there's stuff that happens. Sportsbooks don't want that. For sports betting is a it's a zero sum game. Okay, if we collectively as sports bettors win next month, they collectively as bookmakers lose next month. Do you really think they want us winning? No, not at all. Zero percent. Okay, so in general, bet fewer games, bet less money. It is crazy to see some of these numbers coming out. All right, moving on. That's does that uh, does it with the Charles Barkley topic. Uh, this one's really interesting. All right, so this next story has to do with Corey Zeidman, a uh, former World Series of Poker champion. He swindled some people selling picks. Does that sound familiar? Oh, boy. Look, if you don't want to be swindled, and actually, if you don't want to bet with a VIG anymore, you've got to check out Better Edge. Start betting VIG free. That's right. Get rid of the minus 110. Get rid of the house edge, essentially, and bet VIG free. Online, betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com. Put in promo code SBD for a free $20. And hey, just check them out. Sign up. Use the free 20 bucks. If you don't like it, great. Don't use them again. But something tells me you're going to love betting VIG free. Better Edge. Promo code SBD. All right, so Corey Zeidman. Is it Zeidman or Zeidman? Z-E-I-D-M-A-N. I'm going to go with Zeidman here. Corey Zeidman, a pro, a, a pro poker player and former resident of Long Island, was indicted Wednesday, a couple days ago, in connection to a $25 million sports betting scheme. Uh, Zeidman won the World Series of Poker in 2012, and after that, started to get into sports betting. Well, what happened was Zeidman got a collection of friends or acquaintances or just people who he could do this with, and he started different businesses. And what he did was, I think some of the business names are on here. Mm. No, I don't see it on this article either way. That's really not super relevant. Um, But Zeidman opened up several different businesses, different names, and he started to sell picks. Now, the reason I'm talking about this, well, obviously it has to do with sports betting, but this goes on a lot on Twitter. And I'm very, very adamant that you should not get picks on Twitter and you should not buy picks on Twitter, okay? The reason I have this show, or a big reason why I have this show, is because there was so much nefarious bullshit going on out there, I thought... There's very few sports betting shows that actually have good, winning, profitable information. Most people, believe it or not, most people, even most people who do podcasts, I mean, 
have you ever heard like the ESPN podcast or like Fox, any of these big iHeart, they have terrible sports betting podcasts. Okay. As a, as a, someone who knows the industry inside and out, because sometimes it's tough to distinguish good info from bad info, you know, unless you do this for a living and really know it's tough. You can get swindled. You can get duped. And so that's why I started this is I, I tried, you know, searching up and down for podcasts. I found one other good one, but it's like, there's just not that many good sports betting shows. A lot of it's bullshit. And a lot of it, it's just people making it seem like it's easy to win betting sports, which it's not people who, who, who make it seem like they, you know, wake up in the morning with all the answers. You know, it's like they're, uh, they, 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 they're time traveling from the past. They already know all this stuff. That's how some sports bettors act. You know, what's that one guy's name? Uh, Dave, like sports better Dave, famous Dave, famous Dave's barbecue. That's not bad. I'm going to type it in Dave sports. Betty. What's his name? Dave. I think it was like Vegas Dave or like famous Dave. Yeah. Vegas Dave. That's it. Um, look, I don't know a lot about him. I, I think that he's like probably one of the most notorious scammers in the industry. Now, I don't, I don't want to call him a scammer and get myself into a lawsuit. I don't know exactly what happened with him. He's kind of disappeared recently, at least off my social media feed. But that's the idea is that people have gotten rich uh, duping the public. A lot of, a lot of average sports bettors, because look, if you come onto a podcast like this with an actual professional who's been doing this for five and a half years and you hear me say, yeah, you know, we win at about a 57% clip. Winning is hard in sports betting. You want to be careful, right? And then you go to another podcast and they say, oh, we're winning 80%. If you want to win every bet you make in the next month, you follow us. There's going to be a lot of people who just naturally gravitates, gravitate towards the second podcast, the one who's saying they're 80%, saying it's easy to win. And it's because people don't understand the difference between real, good, profitable, winning, truthful information, and then these scam artists who are taking your money. Or I all I also think it's not necessarily just scam artists. I think there's a lot of people out there, like younger people typically, who think they're having fun, selling picks, giving winners, and really they're just draining your money as fast as they're draining theirs. I mean, a lot of these accounts on Twitter who are selling picks, these kids are like 23 years old. Yeah, we're making a new. And then when they lose or have a bad month, they just make a new account. Yet a lot of you, and you may say, there's some of you listening going, yeah, we know, Tyler, what do you, what's your point? But there's also some of you listening who have spent money on this, who have spent 25 bucks a month on this, who have read the Twitter post, the Instagram post, got the email, seen the TikTok and said, huh. Look at this guy. He just won a 15-team parlay. He said he's up 75 units last month. I want in on that. I want to win that much money. I'm going to sign up. And unfortunately, 9.9 times out of 10, 99% of the time, it's going to be a fraud. It's going to be a scam. Okay? So back to this article. Corey Zeidman scammed people out of the, the same way. Now, Corey Zeidman didn't use social media. He used radio ads. And he bought a lot of radio ads across the country. And what he did was he actually said on these radio ads, he had a new, sophisticated, white-collar approach to betting sports. He even went as far on some ads as to say he had inside information. Think about that. Games are fixed. We have inside info. We have a white-collar approach to betting sports. Sign up with us, guaranteed to make your money back. Guaranteed to triple your money, whatever it is. Guaranteed to, you know, quadruple. Guaranteed to make money over the long run. And 
over the course of several years, they actually made close to $30 million. And you, I, I, here's the issue. Most people listening right now are saying, yeah, I'd never fall for that. Yeah, I'd never, I'd never pay money to a thing like that. But it's, then where did all these people come from? Where did all this money come from? Trust me, it wasn't 25 people giving a million dollars to reach the $25 million mark, right? It was probably a lot of people giving a little bit of money. Okay. And Zeidman probably saw the, the profits. He probably saw that this was all working. These people are, all we have to do is give out one. And here's how that, that works for the people who used to do this back in the day, just to make sure to keep your customers happy. They would just pick a side. They'd give half the country team A, half the country team B. They would know one's going to win, one's going to lose, right? You do that enough times, you're going to have enough winners on one side, enough winners on the other side. Hey, well, stay with it. Stay with it. We're winning. We're winning. And he got arrested. Corey Zeidman was arrested on this scheme. And again, he said he had inside information. He said he knew about predetermined or fixed games. He said he had privileged or inside information from team physicians, television executives, I mean, this was, this was deep. This was well thought out. This was constructed. I mean, my God, be careful. If there's one thing you're going to take from this podcast, be careful. Don't give you, look, I would be glad. Now uh, we are blown. We're, we're getting bigger. We are, you know, I, I can't continue to do this, right? Eventually I'm going to have a lot of people blowing up my DMs, but I would be glad if you guys think there's someone out there on Twitter and you're like, no, 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 Tyler, this person's legit. Okay, what you may be saying is true, but this person's legit. If you just want to know what I think, you want my input, you want to see, should I spend money with them? Because I think there may be a couple people out there who you can spend money with. I actually know one website that I would recommend some people signing up with. So it's not like universally this there's all bad people. It's just 99% of them, <laughs> right? But I would be glad to help any of you if you have been buying picks or looking to. You know, uh, you can go ahead and DM me. I am on Twitter at Tyler Walgie. That's at Tyler W-A-L-J-E. Or you can find the show's Twitter account, which is at SBD underscore P-O-D at SBD underscore P-O-D. You can DM me any of those places. I'd be glad to help out. And look, this is, I, I like helping people. I like educating the audience to, to bet smarter. I like giving all of you the tools to fish better instead of giving you the fish, you know? So look, that's going to do it for today's show. Uh, good luck uh, with what do you have going on today, tonight. A lot of good games. And uh, stay tuned tomorrow morning. We'll have Saturday's quick picks. Hopefully going to be a good weekend. So we'll talk to you then on Sports Betting Daily.